0: Welcome to The Whole Indie Show, your home for your weekly slice of indie goodness.
1: So it's natural that I ask myself, is this a risk I'm willing to take? And the answer, absolutely. If you know something about me, you know that I'm trying to change the wave of the future. Jesus was a We need to the Innocence once lost can never be regained
2: darkness, once gazed upon, can never be lost. All things truly wicked start from innocence. I want to see you, see me, smash it up. Come and play.
3: What I want is Brian Danielson's head on a stick.
2: This is my challenge to everybody on the independent scene, and that's to thrive. Thrive to be the best in the world.
0: With your hosts, Sandro LaTelpa,
2: and Ashley Richardson.
3: Well, so well, you. I knew we'd tear the fucking roof off. <laughs>
0: and welcome everybody to uh yeah the start of May Mania because there's a lot of stuff happening uh over the course of this month uh and don't worry us at the whole indie show will be here to cover as much as we can handle <laughs> can't say everything possible but yeah as much as we can handle so uh as ever, Sandro joins me, Ashley, every week uh, to cover everything, and yes, um, not a, considering that we're only doing two segments this week, not a huge amount of stuff, because uh, I think we're gearing up for Shikara reviews aplenty, because uh, we might be reviewing the British tour sooner rather than later, to tie into Anniversario, which is what, end of the month, isn't it?
4: Yes, at the end of the month.
0: But <clears throat> you know, we've still got quite a bit to touch on. Uh, most notably, I guess, uh, that because we couldn't go for it last week, even though it did get announced uh, after we recorded, it is worth, I think, going through what we know already for Global Wars Night 2, wouldn't you say, Sender? Yep. Especially for one match. <laughs> which uh, is important uh, so that's why I'm going to leave that till last even though it won't be the main event uh, we're going to have Michael Elgin taking on Gado so I don't know what's happening with Elgin and the fact that he's sort of wrestling every time he's been listed he's like first match on the card I think it's a little harsh Considering Tommaso Ciampa left. <laughs> uh we're gonna have Kashida taking on Will Ferreira. Which I think is that is that Will's first appearance on the uh card.
4: Uh, I, I, I think I think he might be on one of the other shows. I'm
0: not entirely totally sure. Um speaking of that, I've just noticed that. Unless I need, I actually quickly need to get a ring of honor, see if anything else has been added. I don't see any, um, lethal writing, but anyway, I'll I'll check that out in a minute. Uh, we've got a couple of Bullet Club tag team matches. Um, Rapongi Vice teams up with Okada. Which, to be honest, that's probably his style, I would say. That's Okada's style. Living the high life. Uh, Taking on the Bullet Club of AJ Styles and the Young Bucks. Please tell me Okada and Roppongi Vice are now coming to um, (laughs) Shikara now (laughs) in September. This is just a dry run. I don't know. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura will face Roderick Strong. Tetsuya Naito and Hiroshi Tanahashi team up to take on ACH and Saidao. Uh the other bullet club uh one is the kingdom taking on uh gallows and Anderson. I'm sort of f- wondering whether that's gonna be an impromptu um tag title match there's the possibility I would say Sandra your thoughts on that um uh, interesting card
4: uh Possibly not as strong as the, the first night, but I think it's still worth checking out.
0: Oh, well, we didn't mention the most important one. Jushin Thunder Liger taking on Dalton Castle.
4: <laughs> yeah, that was really surprising. and <laughs> It should be very <laughs> interesting to see what his reaction is going to be towards uh, Castle's entrance and the whole gimmick and everything. But uh, that's definitely a very big match for uh, Castle, no doubt about it.
0: And the confusing thing is, although we have seven matches, we still don't know what Briscoe are doing, The Addiction, uh, Lethal, Moose, War Machine, uh, Takagi Watanabe, Donovan Dijak, Red Dragon, Silas Young, Cedric Alexander and The Decade are going to do. Because apparently they're all showing up. Hmm. Uh they I don't know, maybe they'll do a battle royal. I don't know. That seems that seems they're probably adding stuff, but it might be added during the course of the uh shows, I'm thinking. We'll have to see. Uh now a continuation again on from uh stuff that we talked about last week. Some more talents have been added to the car or to the roster, should I say, for Tier One Wrestling ahead of their show coming up and The positive thing now is it's not just relatively recognisable names in Homicide and Luke Hawks. Uh, We've got a few more added, which are some of the up-and-coming talents, I'd say. Um, They did name referees, but I didn't recognise them. So, no disrespect to you referees, but you referees. You only get a reputation if you become Bryce (laughs) Remsberg. Or... um, I don't know. <laughs> or uh what's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Drake. <laughs> Drake in there next day. Uh but anyway, added we have Larry Dallas, so I don't know whether that means Dallas's uh factions and everything are coming over. Uh Caveman, which is uh he two KW, isn't he?
4: Yeah.
0: He's gonna be making an appearance. Uh Joey Ace. Rude Boy Riley, and uh, Bonesaw Jesse Brooks as well, female. The females are not being forgotten by Tier 1 Wrestling, which is good to see. Uh, we, you know, if, if, if there ain't much going on next week, we might mention more on that. But it's looking more like it is trying to take talents from all the other New York indies and, I guess, give them another date. Which, I would say, isn't too bad, personally.
4: Yeah, that's probably better for the the New York wrestling scene. Yeah, it definitely gives other wrestlers opportunity to, you know, wrestle in a promotion.
0: Now, big news from Shikara. <clears throat> so, I guess. Due to how well everything's gone down, possibly <clears throat> it is time for the Wrestle Factory to go big. Uh, so Saturday afternoon on May the twenty-third, the doors of the Wrestle Factory will be opened up in search of Shikara's next star, as part of the Scholarship Challenge um they're going to handpick one of the people in attendance and they'll be trained at the wrestle factory absolutely free uh the event's limited to 36 applicants and is only open to those with no prior professional wrestling training so up <laughs> up until about 3 months ago even marie could have qualified for that <clears throat> um joke there um the cost to participate is $50, US of course, none of that funny Canadian business. That's what they say on their own website, that's amazing. Um, the first 36 applicants to confirm using the PayPal button will be the only ones considered and refunds will not be granted to those that fail to appear as well. So you, uh, if you do sign up for it and think you're tough enough, uh, you can take part in an average beginner level training session. Under the supervision of the head trainers, you'll need comfortable workout clothes and flat-soled sneakers to take part. And at the end of a two-hour session, the head trainers will get together, will select one from the group of 36, and award them full training at the factory. Uh, The winner gets the complete training free of charge, including a refund of the $50 that they pay to participate in the scholarship challenge. Key thing you do need to know, though, is there's no compensation for travel or, you know, accommodation or anything. Uh, As long as you are 18 and over, have no pro wrestling training, and uh, sign the injury waiver that you're required to sign before getting in the ring, you can uh, take part in it. Uh, And also, just as a little additional incentive... Uh, those taking part that also wish to attend the live event happening in the evening, there will be a discounted ticket option. Uh, if you want more details on this, if you're an upcoming wrestler and, uh, think you've got what it takes to possibly even be part of the Shikara roster. Because that's what happens to quite a lot of the Wrestle Factory, doesn't it, Sandra?
4: Yeah, this uh this I guess there's concept that they want to do. It sounds uh I feel
0: like there's a bit of a catch with that. But I don't know, that's just me. Uh if you want more details and uh to book your pl- one of the thirty-six places, uh you can go to the dot com slash scholarship challenge or check out the links. Through, I think, our social media, but certainly Shikara Pro social media, they've got it plenty, pasted around. Um, that also, as I mentioned, uh, there is a live event happening now uh, in the evening at the Wrestle Factory. Back to Skull, it's called, um, and I guess this is going to sort of be the prelude to all that takes place at the. Uh, and a Vasario show because that's the day after, isn't it? May twenty fourth. Yeah. So uh, back to Skull. They've already announced one match, and it's going to be Juan Francisco de Coronado taking on Princess Kimberly. Who I think are they both Wrestle Factory graduates? Uh, or trainers or or, or, or trained there? I'm not sure.
4: Oh JFC, yeah, Kimberly. I don't think so,
0: but I guess Kimber Kimberly is so so uh, northeastern based. They'll just say she was. <laughs> um, no, I'm guessing more matches will be added to that after all this weekend shikara shenanigans and everything, and obviously also the um, the Aniversario show coming up. As well, that'll all be resulting from what happens this weekend, which we'll get to uh, in a bit. But then there's one bit of news which I don't think many people saw coming, and it comes for to us from the UK because I'm not sure why this has been booked, but it has. June 6th is going to be an interesting day. Probably because some other show is happening, but Preston City Wrestling has decided to book AJ Styles versus Lionheart. Um... <laughs> I'm not saying we might have murder in PCW, but it could be close. Yeah, you might as well, (laughs) if this is the case, you might as well have AJ Styles versus Nick Gage, because that's the kind of Lionheart we might be getting. Hopefully he'll stay professional, but (laughs) considering what he's vented online, I think we might see the opposite, but... Um, I mean, what's your take on it, Zandro? I was pretty surprised when I saw that
4: on the on Twitter. <laughs> I can't believe that was actually official. And uh, you know what? Personally, I hope AJ. Uh, well, let's. I'll just say I hope he has his way during this match with that guy, <laughs> since he's been spewing his, is uh, false venom, pretty much.
0: Having his way just sounds wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's an, it's an interesting one. That's, I think all we can say. Um, so, uh, any bits more news from you, Sandro, before we, uh, heading into results from this week,
4: yeah, just uh two bits of news um I'll start off with uh Fibro wrestling here in New York because uh they're having a show next Friday on May- me <laughs> <laughs> I know that's crazy uh two free they-
0: weeks is it or something was it that two three weeks since the last one uh
4: yeah, I think it's about two weeks now, but it feels shorter <laughs> it has. <laughs> Uh, anyways, they announced pretty much majority of their card already already in advance, which is great. Uh, I'm not going to mention all of it, but I'll mention a few of the key matches that was already announced. Uh, David Starr is going to be taking on Jory Ryan. Oh. <laughs> uh, for the, uh, more, more than likely the main event for the Fiber Championship, uh Papadopoulos will be defending the title against Amazing Red. Uh, hopefully the ropes won't break this time. In the ring like they <laughs> did last time. Um, the, one of the matches that definitely sold me, and I will be going to this show because of this match in particular, and I think this should be the main event in my opinion, JT Dunn will be taking on Trevor Lee.
0: Oh, wow. <clears throat> so that's going to be a damn good weekend for Trevor Lee, then, isn't it? <laughs> Friday, he's going to be taking on uh JT. And then Saturday, it's Andrew Everett in a rematch at CZW. Mm-hmm. Damn, son. <laughs> and possibly the most
4: random match I've seen so far. In a uh, three-way match, it's going to be Smiley taking on uh, TJ Marconi and also the owner of ZZW, DJ Hyde.
0: (laughs) Wow. Talk about random right there. (laughs) The Crusade for Change versus the Crusade for Copying Watchmen versus... Sorry, smiley, but that's all I can think of um and the crusade for overbooking <laughs> come on t j beat their asses <laughs> oh so that's that that's a bit of a random pairing yeah I think that's I think all can be said by that, but uh yeah that's that's clearly the show that Sandra is going to be at next Friday, yep, no doubt.
4: Now, uh, moving into, I guess, the last bit of news. Uh, this involves, uh, well, pretty much a combination of House of Glory and Ring of Honor. Uh, of course, as everybody knows, Samoa Joe is still going around the in independence, uh, for the month of May. And uh, House of Glory has decided to bring in Samoa Joe for their next show on Friday, May 29th. And they have Made a match with uh, Samoa Joe taking on the Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. <laughs> wow, which that definitely that definitely spells a mean guy match, a uh, hosta vision, whatever you want to call it. That's definitely gonna be a burn burner of a match, but. Uh, that match will not end because for the rest of that weekend, uh two other promotions will, ha- will have that same match. XWA will have that match on the Saturday, the thirtieth, and then the final encounter will take place on Sunday, May 31st, at Beyond Wrestling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anything calling to me the fact that it might be a best unofficial best of three that now uh i guess we can because uh all three
4: promotions are calling this uh series hashtag the killogy.
0: yeah so it, it is sort of they've sort of booked together sort of i guess
4: Uh, I'm going to try my very best to go to the House of Glory show. Um, I said on my Twitter that I will be going, but then after realizing uh, with my work schedule, there's a possibility I might not go, but I'm going to try my best to make it to that show because that match definitely is worth watching. and Hopefully, I get a chance to be there in person.
0: Yeah, because... They've also announced for that card, because I was going to mention it after the House of Glory stuff, it was right as well, add it in here. Uh, they're also going to have AJ Styles taking on PJ Black, you know, the former Justin Gabriel. And also, our man TJ Marconi is going to be on the card as well. In action.
4: Yeah, he's making waves I- all over the New York area. That's good for him.
0: Self-described as a throwback to when wrestling was filled with men who were not vanilla
5: midgets.
0: (laughs) All of a sudden, I want to see him beat up a vanilla midget. I don't know why. There you go. So, um, let's get into results, shall we? Or is that all? Is that all we got for the news this week? Yeah, that's about it. Okay, Uh, so we'll start off with uh, New Japan. Uh, Pretty much just uh, less than a day or so after we've recorded on Wednesday. Uh, New Japan had their wrestling Hinokoku show, which I'm not... What is Hinokoku?
4: I honestly don't know. It doesn't have any
0: sort of meaning. (laughs)
4: No, I don't
0: know. Um, it's not Don Taku, because that's coming up at the end of the week. Uh, but it, I guess it was sort of, a, a I don't know, some sort of TV special, because we did have title matches on this card. So uh, Anyway, um, on the card, uh, we had Shotenaka, Yoke Komatsu, and Jay White on the losing end to Rocky Romero, Beretta, and Gedo. Uh, with Beretta getting the win with a strong zero on Jay White. Then uh, Yajiro, Takahashi, and Cody Hall beat Satoshi Kojima and Captain New Japan after Yujiro hit the Tokyo Pimps on Captain New Japan. Cody didn't lose a match. What? <laughs> this is technically Cody's first win, isn't it?
4: Uh, I, I guess so. Because he has been losing uh, since he got there, so...
0: Mm-hmm. Or getting pinned, anyway. Okay, he didn't get the winning pinfall, but he was on the winning side, so... To step oh up. <laughs> uh, Manabu Nakanishi, Mayasuke Taguchi, and Kushida victorious over Yuji Nagata, Tiger Mask 4, and Mascara Dorada. Kushida winning with a Japanese leg roll clutch on, mas- on uh Mascara. <coughs> Then we had the NWA World Junior Heavyweight title match with uh, Steve Anthony now as champion against front of Liger. I guess this must have happened after WrestleMania weekend or something. I don't know when it happened, but it clearly happened. This was Liger's rematch, and uh, Steve Anthony retained with the exclamation point. And probably Bruce Farp was loving it. <clears throat> More than likely. And then we have the NWA World Heavyweight Championship match with Hiroshi Tenzan and Big Daddy Yum Yum. (laughs) If you've watched Botchamania, you know why I laughed. Uh, Anyway, uh, Tenzan retained the Anaconda Max. At least that's relatively refreshing. Uh, the Bullet Club of Anderson, Gallows, and Omega victorious over Alex Shelley, Tomaki Kihonma, and Tetsuya Naito following the Magic Killer on Honma. Uh, Okada and Yoshihashi beat Bad Luck Fale on Tamatonga, with Okada hitting the Raymaker on Tamatonga. Then uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, Toyano, and Kazushi Sakuraba. Beat Hiroki Gotō, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Katsuyori Shibata, with Yano hitting a schoolboy on Hiroshi Tanahashi. It continues, <clears throat> and then in the main event, uh, Tomohira Ishii defending his never-open weight title against Togi Makabe, and we have a new champion once again. As Macabre wins in about 26 minutes or so with the King Kong knee drop. Uh, And basically, he's reclaiming the belt that he never lost due to illness. Back at... uh, Was it King of Pro Wrestling? In March?
4: No, I think that was the the Japan Cup.
0: Um... I can't remember when they had that match for the title. Regardless, Makabe was ill. and So I I think it really is a case of, why didn't they come up with some excuse? Then again, this is Japanese wrestling where they have to wrestle every 30 days or something. (laughs) You can't really get an excuse there or anything. So, whether some of these, certainly, the never-open-weight stuff will have an effect on what's coming up this weekend, you never know. <clears throat> but, uh, next we come to House of Glory Student Showcase, which proved to be very eventful. Um, so, at the start, Brian XL gave up his title due to injury, which he knew it was happening. So, uh, the opening match itself was a six-man tag with the fraternities Trent Gibson and Channing Decker teaming up with Preston Riles to beat the Safari Zone of Andy Lee Ray and Panda Man and Slick Joe Quick after miscommunication between the Safari Zone guys. <clears throat> so then uh, a shoving contest between Panda and Andy occurred, which Adam Falcon and Joe Quick got in between of to stop the two friends from coming to blows. Uh Pandaman walked out and was met by De Consentes of Romano Romero, Bones, and Draconis at the top of the entranceway. Uh, Andrew Lee Way put away his differences and backed Pandaman up along with Falconcore and De Concentes backed away in a strange and awkward situation. So the Safari zone can't get on, but then when De Concentes showed up, they went, screw it. <laughs> Uh, good Hank Flanders open challenge was accepted by Mantequila who was he 2KW as well? They've heard the name. Yeah, that's butter. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, Good Hank Flanders beat him with a Brian Buster. Or I'm guessing Brain Buster. I don't know. Could be a could be a uh, a, a screw up on the House of Glory Facebook page, I'm not sure. Uh, the New York Wrecking Crew beat Herbal Affairs. Afterwards, it was revealed that the Wrecking Crew did not actually find Toasty Tom, apparently. But it was the disgraced referee and the young boy of Cashflow Inc., Leroy Green. I'm just going by what it says. Uh, then in the no-ropes match uh, with Joey Janella barred from ringside, Mark Quinn beat the rogue Anthony Gangon. Uh, the match was said to be intense and brutal, Quen found retribution for his little brother, Isaiah Cassidy, and his tag team partner, Smiley, by beating Gangon when he went on top of the steel post and did a 450 splash. Not before Cassidy got a bit of measure of revenge for himself on Gangon. And that's the first time Gangon has been pinned or submitted since losing to Ricochet back at the title tournament, which was, what, six, six nine months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Afterwards, the crowd gave him a standing ovation, chanted match of the year. Uh, Gangon showed respect by shaking his hand and shaking the hand of Cassidy, who waited on the approval from Mark Quinn, to shake his hand as well. And I think Gangon did put a post basically saying that, you know, uh, he basically was impressed by the fact that the odds were stacked against him, and uh he came out, you know, whether it was fluke or not, he came out on top against him and impressed him a lot more than he thought he was worth, so hence why it happened. Then in the six-man scramble, or sorry, six person scramble, uh Joey Janella won, pinning space monkey. Uh the other participants were Captain Adam Falcon, Playboy Johnny Atlas, uh Bones and Draconis. As well, uh, Nikki Heat and EA James beat Big Daddy Cruz and Josh Glide, with Nikki Heat picking up the win over Glide afterwards. Cruz dismantled Nikki Heat and EA James and even gave a cruise missile to his own partner for the night. Basically, Cruz just beat the crap out of all of them. There you go. Uh, Then we had the Battle Royal. So uh, apparently, some of the notes from it the two biggest guys, Big Daddy Cruz and Juggernaut Draconis, had the most eliminations, tried to eliminate one another, only to be both be eliminated by Captain Adam Falcon. Then, after eliminating the fan favorite, Blade Michaels, Joey Janella was on an ego high to, only to have Isaiah Kennedy run into the match and throw him over the top rope which was a measure of retribution after what Gangon and Janella had done uh, for the last few months. And then after eliminating good Luck, Good hand Flanders, uh, it looked as if Nikki Heat was the victor but with the help of uh, Mikey Kidd. Cash flows Ariella Nix threw Heat over the top rope. And the winner of the Battle Royale is Ariella Nick, so she gets to decide whatever match she wants at a future live event. Okay. <laughs> that That's a bit of a swerve, wouldn't you say, Sandra? Uh,
4: unfortunately it is, but it happened.
0: So then uh, the main event, your four-way elimination for the vacant House of Glory World title. With Ken Broadway, Smiley, Amazing Red, and JT Dunn. Uh, so, the first elimination was Ken Broadway. Eliminated by Dunn with a rolling elbow. Then Amazing Red took out Dunn. After Broadway and the rest of Cash Flowing interfered. Leaving uh, Dunn completely out for the remainder of his time in the match. <clears throat> and then... In the end, it was Smiley that pinned Amazing Red to become the new champion. So uh, afterwards, uh, Amazing Red handed him the belt and they embraced. Then Brian XL came out on his crutches and hugged them both. And then Brian grabbed one of his crutches and smacked Amazing Red across the back. Uh, revealing that he'd faked his injury for months to avoid defending the title. Joey Janela then ran in and attacked, Smiley. Brian grabbed the mic and said that he's adding himself to the match and said to restart it because he's the boss. And Brian XL retained his House of Glory world title. <laughs> I don't know whether I agree with it, but it's different, wouldn't you say, Sandra?
4: Uh I don't agree with that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it's different, though. No? <laughs> yeah, it is different. Uh, and granted, I don't know if he was... Well, I'm assuming he was hurt, but I'm guessing his uh, recovery was pretty fast. Uh, Judging by this... Uh, the, I guess the outcome of what occurred...
0: Very crazy stuff. <clears throat> so the next title, considering the title of the next show is High Intensity Four, I think it will be, won't it? Yeah. yeah if you add in, if you add in Dickinson, Joe, and AJ and Gabriel, or AJ and Black, <clears throat> and everything that's happened from there, it's going to be pretty hectic. Blimey. So uh, next up. On the results, uh, we have the Ring of Honor Conquest Tour. Probably TV tapings from Hopkins, Minnesota. So there are going to be spoilers throughout some of this. Although I would say not a lot happened by the looks of it, regardless. Um, So, uh, the dark match. saw Danny Adams and Paco Gonzalez beat Brendan Espinosa and Kurt Stallion. Uh, Then the main card, Bobby Fish beat uh, Uriah Daivari with a sit-out brain buster. In a four-way, Wolf Ferreira beat Romantic Touch Cheeseburger and the Beer City Bruiser via a sunset flip after Romantic Touch hit the turnbuckle from the corner. That's pretty ridiculous. Uh, Michael Elgin beat Caprice Coleman with the Elgin Bomb. Adam Page was victorious over ACH after grabbing the ref and distracting him to hit a low blow. They got into a brawl afterwards until security broke them up. Uh Eric Cannon beat Hotshot Danny Duggan with Total Anarchy. Truth Bartini beat ODB after Jay Lethal hit a super kick on her. With the Briscoes having to make the save afterwards. Okay. Uh, Roderick Strong beat Silas Young with a sit kick. Uh the Briscoes, victorious over War Machine, after Jay hit the Jay Driller on Hansen. Uh, and then for the World TV title uh Jay Lee and Kyle O'Reilly went to a time limit draw uh the crowd wanted five more minutes as O'Reilly pretty much had Leafle all but tapping uh but I guess it never happened so afterwards Jay Briscoe came out uh and said well if you if you don't if you don't want to give Kyle five more minutes I will for my belt uh so all of a sudden, Kyle gets Kyle gets suddenly transferred to the to the the top tier. Uh, but Lethal then came back out and hit both men with a TV title, causing a DQ. Lethal then got a table to put Briscoe through, but Bobby Fish chased him off. Martini went for the dive, knotted himself on the turnbuckle. Uh, ODB then dived onto Martini, but the table didn't break. Please tell me that'll be on Botcher Mania soon. <laughs> so they leaned on it. Well, oh, sorry, they leaned it against the corner. And Jay Briscoe speared him through it instead. So, yeah. Ring of Honor looks convoluted. Why am I not surprised? <clears throat> You've got two or three storylines happening at once there, haven't you, Sandra? Yeah, I guess so. But,
4: uh, yeah, like you said, uh, not much pretty happened.
0: Yeah. It may be TV tapings, but... mm. I'm sure the matches were good, but...
4: I don't know, I think that was about it.
0: Nothing stands out from the way it's written down. Uh, Next up, Smash Wrestling's Art of War. uh, Which opened up with, apparently... An interview with Tyler Thomas and Sebastian Suave uh being jumped by fourth gun with chair shots leaving them unable to compete. So uh, first match saw Josh Alexander and John Gree beat the Super Smash Brothers after Alexander reversed a sharpshooter into a small package roll-up. Afterwards, Uno and Dot accepted Greed's offer to share a Summersby. A drinking cider? What? Uh, however, Alexander continued to show no interest in standing alongside his former rivals as he took a pass. Uh, Scotty O'Shea then beat Robbie E with the Control-Alt-Delete. Uh, afterwards, fourth gun laid out O'Shea. This is getting a problem, like it's looking a bit like uh overbooking smash. Uh, Tyson Dukes beat Tarek with not one, not two, but five DDTs in a row. Um... Uh, A note put here by uh, the Smash guys that posted up the results. Uh, Tarek, yet again, tried to get himself counted out, only to have Alexander toss him back into the ring. Uh, Then we had Gregory Iron beat Brent Banks with the handicap parking. Uh, Candice LeRae victorious over Courtney Rush by countering an F5 into a roll-up, which apparently means that Team USA now has more momentum heading into the Cannes USA Classic, which... Is that their next show? Do we know, Sandra?
4: No, that's probably not going to happen until, like, around the fall time. But but they are going to have, like, an all-female show. I think it's uh, later this month or in June. I'm not sure. But I know it's happening very soon.
0: Uh, in what's said to be an absolute classic that defines... Uh, Smash Wrestling. Uh Drew Gulak and Biff Busick for fourth gun beat the Wolves with a combination toss up into a European uppercut. And then thanks to a little strike with the Smash Wrestling title, Johnny Gigano beat Matt Cross. Uh, I guess to sort of retain the Smash Wrestling title. Of sorts. Uh, so basically, Gulak and Busick nearly cost crossed the match, only for Dukes and Greed to come out and even the odds. Tarek then came out, and uh, Fourth Gun took out part of the roster. Clearly, occupied the others, and Alexander wasn't showing up. So then, in a state of desperation, uh, the MD James Key made his way into the ring and laid Tarek out with a chair shot, only to get a um, Giant super kick from Gagano and uh, Gagano officially become a smash wrestling champion and this is overbooking what the hell <laughs> I don't want to say this about them, but this just looks like too much overbooking uh what's your what's your takings on the results Sandra
4: uh, I think the aside from the main event, I think everything else sounds pretty good. Yeah, that, that ending to the main event sounds a bit, definitely sounds overbooking, but I think it's probably is still worth watching, despite the you know what what happened in the main events.
0: Uh, so coming up, uh, their next show will be Gold Two K Fifteen. On May 17th with Gigano defending his belt against Chris Hero and Josh Alexander. And there'll also be the gold tournament with a whole heap of people. Uh, Give Divas a Chance is coming up on June 6th. So sorry AJ and um, Lionheart, but there's a more interesting event happening that week. (laughs) Uh, Candice LeRae, Jennifer Blake, Vanessa Craven, Cherry Bomb, Alison Kay, Portia Perez, Vader Scott, Heidi Lovelace, and Zandra Bale all confirmed so far. Damn, that's already strong. That's already looking good. And then uh, also that day will be Drycore Kicks ALS, I guess their charity show, uh, with Samoa Joe on the card. That's a good day. That's a good day in Canada right there. Right there. Uh, so next we will come to Beyond Wrestling uh, which uh, we started off with Scorned in the afternoon which saw uh, the opening match had AR Fox beat Speedball Mike Bailey after Bailey missed his shooting star double knees and Fox uh, hit him with 450 from the top while Bailey was crouched down on his knees. out. Uh John Silver and Orange Cassidy went to a no contest after Ryan Rush Galleon interfered and in attacked Silver, which then led to um Alex Reynolds coming out to the make the save. So then we had Alex Reynolds uh beating Galleon after hitting a two K one. Two sorry, two K one bomb stunner variation. On uh, Rush, on on sorry on uh, Ryan, after Silver distracted him. Afterwards, it was then announced that John Silver had won his match at, you know against Orange Cassidy via DQ. Then in the interspecies wrestling four-way uh, for the title, uh, Fluffy beat Dave Cole, Bucks Belmont and Granakuma to win the ISW other championship. After hitting Akuma with the earthquake splash, so I guess it—it it wasn't supposed to be the other title, was it?
4: No, it was they, originally
0: they were, supposed to be the world title.
4: Yeah, that's what they said. But uh, then, I think on Friday they announced on Twitter that uh, it's now going to be for the other championship, and that's the actual name of the of their title. I guess it's the other championship. It's pretty funny. <laughs>
0: Uh, then uh Matremont beat Steve Carino after hitting back to back DVDs after blocking Carino's lariat, Uh Kimberly beat Pinky Sanchez with an alligator clutch. The Hoods beat the Colony with a double barrel double stomp wheelbarrow suplex combo. Then Donovan Dijak victorious over jamming Jack Connor after hitting Feast Your Eyes. Uh Dijak attacked. Connor after the match, and the referee, Michael Santana, reversed the decision, which then caused Donovan to hit the referee with the F, with the Feast Your Eyes as well. Uh, that's what happens. In the WWA4 showcase, uh, Moose and Black Baron beat work, Worst Case Scenario of Ethan Case and Eli Evans IV, uh, with Baron locking in a Texas Cloverleaf stretch muffler submission on Ethan Case, forcing the tap out. Thank God it wasn't Moose that got the win. Thank God. And then J.T. Dunn beat David Starr with a Canadian destroyer. And afterwards, Dunn cut a promo that said that, saying that he and Chris Hero would be at the May thirty-first show, hoping that the best tag team in the world would also be there as well. So does that mean we're getting? Hero and Dunn versus Jackson and Jackson. Possibly. If it is, I'm getting excited already. Uh, then the evening show, uh, When Satan Rules His World. Started with Team Pazuzu of Angel Ortiz, Mike Drastic and Yaka beating the nation of intoxication of Lucky 13, Devon Moore and Danny Havoc when Drastic Adortes hit a blockbuster powerbomb combo on Havoc as Yakka finished him off with a top rope splash. Next, we had Tracy Williams beat Connor Claxton with a jumping pile driver. Uh, the Minutemen victorious over the symbiote of uh, Ricky Shane Page and Davey Vega. After a ref bump... Allowed uh, Blaze and Trainwreck to hit their Codebreaker Dragon Suplex combo on Davy for the win. Or Sim... Is it Sim... No, Symbiote, isn't it? Symbiote? How do you pronounce that? How do you pronounce that in American, Sandro? Symbiote? Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh. Uh The Crusader changed Change, victorious over the Garden State Gods, after hitting Quest with a double-team Lung Blower finish. Uh, Then in intergender action, Brian Fury beat uh, Heidi Lovelace after hitting her with a powerbomb and then turning it into a Boston Crab, forcing her to tap out. Then in the match, which could have been murder, uh, Chris Dickinson beat Nick Gage. Uh, Gage took some nasty bumps and uh, Dickinson was able to put him away with a running Pazuzu bomb. So I'm sort of surprised that Nick Gage sort of um, decided to not go over in this one. <laughs> I thought he'd just get more angry, I don't know. <clears throat> uh, during the intermission, Dave Cole came to the ring to wish Anthony Stone good wishes, as he just welcomed a new child into the family. Uh, then the Crusader for Jane's Jump, Dave Cole... Until Vega, Shane Page, and the Golden State Gods helped out even the odds. Then a returning Danny Only helped the Crusade get the upper hand. And then announced that uh, there will be a Beyond Wrestling Originals versus Crusade for Change in a Steel Cage War Games match uh, for May 31st. That's pretty ridiculous. Um... Then uh, War Machine beat Team Tremendous with the Fallout uh, double-team uh, move. The Hooligans victorious over Tabernacle team after the Cutters hit St. Jack with their double-stomp Island-Driver combo. Then in the old-school showdown, Eddie Kingston victorious over Stockade in what broke down into another Anything Goes match. Uh, Stockade hit Kingston with a spear for a table, uh, but Kingston won after hitting two backfists to the futures, a Saito suplex, and then a third backfist to the future for good measure. sorry. And then the main event, uh, the match of the year, saw the Young Bucks beat the Ninjas with altitude. Uh, they hit Kitsune with the Meltzer driver, because apparently that's a thing there. Huh? Uh, Afterwards, Pazuzu attacked all four men until Kimberly, Tabernacle Team, and Bucks Belmar fought them off. So. I don't know whether we're going to have another War Games there with Team Pazuzu and, like, Team Kimberly or something. I don't know. We'll have to see. There you go. And finally. Uh, AIW's Make Them Say uh happened on Friday. Uh, So, as you previously mentioned, Sandro, uh, the no-DQ rule was in effect all night, which did prove to be a key factor. Uh, So we open with Tyson Dukes and uh, Tracy Williams beating the Beaver Boys, with uh, Williams pinning John Silver with an alligator... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Williams pinning John Silver via an alligator clutch after a double choke slam. So I guess he managed to move it in such a way that he pinned him, possibly. Uh, Lewis Linden won the Fatal 4-Way with uh, Brian Myers, Tommy Mercer, and Eric Ryan when he made Eric Ryan tap out. EC3 beat Johnny Gagano after DJZ and Raymond Rowe hit Gagano with a ring bell. Why do you need two people to hold a ring bell? Did we work that out? I don't know. No. Uh, to Infinity and Beyond retained their AIW tag belts, beating the Young Bucks after Cheech pinned Nick. Wait, the Young Bucks weren't in the main event? Wow. That's surprising. Uh, in the six way scramble, Alex Daniels was victorious over uh, Chris Sabin, Joshua Singh, Jerry, Tyler Thomas, and Alessandro Del Bruno. Uh, during the match,. Uh, Joey and Benjamin from the Iron Curtain run in to beat the crap out of Joshua Singh. For the intense title, Davey Vega retained beating Flip Kendrick. Uh, then the AEW Women's title, and we have a new champion. And I'm so pleased to say, it's Vade Scott. Uh, she beat Athena, Candice, and Mickey James who, from what I saw from pictures, it's like Mickey James forgot her ring attire or something. Did you see? Did you see some of those shots, Sandra? Yeah, I did. What did you think of that? Was it like she forgot her ring attire, or is this the is this the heel persona that's coming out of her?
4: Um, I don't know. Maybe. She- I don't know, maybe she thought because the theme was, you know, no rules, she probably thought this could have been a, you know, going along yeah, with the theme. come out in
0: street clothes, come out in street clothes, it'd be easy.
4: Or maybe she forgot,
0: who knows. <laughs> anyway, um, the no DQ thing was clearly pivotable because uh, the way Vader won was sadly not her own because Josh Alexander came in and Tombstone piled her over Fina. But there you go. The McMahon-Helmsley era is alive and well. And it's the Alexander-Scott era. And I'm so pleased with... You know, despite the fact it's Alexander, I'm so pleased that Vader now has a singles title of note that she doesn't lose in 20 minutes. And that right... Bloody... What was it? I was going to say FMW, but they're in Japan. FWE, because yeah, didn't they give it the title for like twenty minutes, and then gave it to Candace. Oh no, that was Eva Lee. Oh, no, that was Eva Lee. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember because FWE, you know, possibly rest in peace. It's like the yeah It's in trouble. Uh, Raymond Rowe beat Josh Prohibition with assistance from Matt Cross. Uh, So the dudes on TV then came out to group attack prohibition. But Gagano, Alex Daniels, and the Young Bucks made the save and then challenged the dudes on TV to a 5-on-5 Cleveland street fight for absolution. Does that mean the Young Bucks are going to be in a 5-on-5 street fight? I don't know. That could be interesting if it is. Hang on, I'm trying to work out who, who the five dudes on TV are now. We've got Matt Cross, EC3, DJZ, Raymond Rowe, and who else? You already
4: said Matt Cross, right? Yeah.
0: Um. Hmm. I can't remember who else is part of that group. <laughs>
4: Oh, they're probably in. Uh, probably Ethan being a mystery we'll partner or something. They're probably being in somebody
0: yeah, be. from TNA. And in the main event, Josh Alexander, BJ Whitmer, and Eddie Kingston victorious over Dick Justice, Ricky Shane Page, and Ethan Page after uh, Alexander kicked Ricky Shane Page in the nuts and then hit him with a tombstone. So there you go. That's uh, all that went down this weekend. Some pretty big stuff and dear lord vader we love you <laughs> you want to leave your thoughts on vader getting the belt uh sandra
4: yeah like i said i called it last week that it was gonna happen and it did and uh you know she'll be interested to see how she'll do with the belt obviously because she's still managing current absolute champion uh josh alexander um I'm wondering who she'll be uh, paired up with as far as the program. Um, I I could probably see another uh, possible rematch with her and Athena. I think
0: they have confirmed that uh, Athena will be having a rematch with her at the Girls' Night Out taping uh, part of the the J-Lit weekend. Hmm. Uh, I could also see her...
4: Uh possibly having a match with uh, Heidi at some point. hmm And um Maybe with Allison Kay if she comes back.
0: Who knows? But uh we'll have to wait and see. We shall, yes. Um So uh that's all for news and results and everything. Uh again we've gone possibly a little bit longer than we do. Well no, we're roughly ish at the hour mark, so it's not too bad. But as I say it's gonna be a short show this week, uh because we aren't reviewing anything. We're taking a a well earned week off because I guess it's May Day which nobody nobody probably uh nobody probably in North America will know about, so I'll just give the excuse of um sinking the Mayo. And also Star Wars Day and whatever. And next week, uh I don't know, we'll talk about that probably during break and uh we'll tell you probably at the end of the next bit. So uh yeah, final part when we come back. We will be covering uh all that's going down this weekend with uh big stuff in Japan. Not big in Japan, just big stuff in Japan. So sorry, Colton, Chris. Uh, Dreamwave, uh, AAW, uh, and Shikara, amongst the the many and the few, or something. I don't know. Anyway, we'll be back for the final part of this week's whole indie show after these little bits of audio that you'll hear, or something.
5: to me. Ah!
3: Hey, everybody, this is the Bronx Father to tell you about the Get in the Zone podcast every weekend, right here on the SNS Radio Network, with myself, my co host, Anthony Farley, and bringing you the TNA recap. No, God, please, no, no! L Train. We also cover SmackDown, some news, and you might even get moments like this. Oh my brother! Testify! Wow. Oh Lord. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, that, that was that wasn't half bad.
0: <laughs> what the f <laughs> to quote see since I'm imitating Since I'm imitating D tonight, I might as well run the gamut of black wrestlers and go with Booker T. Tell me I did
3: not just Here's that. It's one of those things to edit. (laughs) (laughs) To edit or not to edit. That is the question.
5: For the reaction to Anthony, you cannot edit this
3: one. (laughs) Oh, shit. Anthony's dead. He's just done. Oh, we might as well just end the show right now. So... Check out the archive every single weekend and drop us an email anytime. SNS getinthezone at gmail.com. Right here on the SNS Radio Network. The tin, you dig that. Hey, hey, go. I think I'm going crazy. <laughs>
1: And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and my wife. Exclusively on the SMS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network.
0: Yeah. This is going to be fun.
1: If you trained, say your prayers, and ate your vitamins, then you'll love the Hulkamania Chronicles. Sean Beckerman, host of Beyond the Bell, your pro wrestling nostalgia podcast, breaks down the history and career of the legendary Hall of Famer, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Each edition covers a different era in the history of the Hulkster As we relive our childhood hero from the beginning of Hulkamania in the mid 80s and the birth of WrestleMania through the challenging times of the steroid trial all the way to his jump to WCW and the formation of Hollywood Hogan and the New World Order. And then his return to the WWF, leading in to the Hall of Fame. This edition covers it all. You can catch the Hulkamania Chronicles exclusively on Beyond the Bell here on the SNS Radio Network, brother.
6: Hey, guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson. And I want to take a moment to let you guys know that, personally, I appreciate the support that we've had here on the SNS Radio Network over the years. And I'm here to tell you about a new way that you can help us out and show your support for the SNS Radio Network. We now have a way for you to uh, donate to the SNS Radio Network. If you go to the SNSRadioNetwork.com main page, scroll down, There is now a donate button on the page. Now, I'm not saying you have to donate to us, but your donation is very appreciated as we do a lot of hard work on the SNS Radio Network, spend a lot of our time and our own money to make sure that you guys have uh, entertaining podcasts and live shows on the SNS Radio Network. So to those who have donated so far, on behalf of the SNS Radio Network, we appreciate you and your continued support and for those that will donate in the future again we thank you for your support of the SNS Radio Network www.snsradionetwork.com providing you with free podcasts since 2010 <laughs>
0: back to uh, the final part for this week of uh, the whole indie show with Ashley and Sandra. And uh, yeah, results are done. No review, so we're going to get straight into previews for this weekend stuff. And uh, we'll start off with uh, quite a bit in Japan. Uh, Starting off with something for, I guess, for those of you that... Don't have anything to do because it's uh, Cinco de Mayo the following day, which is probably only people in states that border Mexico. I'm guessing. How 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 much is Cinco de Mayo celebrated in America now? Have they sort of tried to meld into something like St Patrick's Day just as an excuse to get drunk? I oh, don't know.
4: Yeah, pretty much. It's just an <laughs> excuse to get drunk, but. Without
0: everybody knowing what's the meaning behind it, but that's I don't care. Because pretty much uh at five in the morning <laughs> Eastern time, uh will be Dragon Gate to Dead or Alive twenty fifteen from Aichi in Japan. Uh you can order the show over at uh Nico Video. You can find the link on our social media. And, uh, a pretty strong card, if I do say so, uh, here. Uh, we're gonna have the Jimmies, uh, of Super Shisha, Jimmy Kanda, and <gasps> Mr. QQ, Tanazaki, Noaki, Tomomaka, Dolphin, uh, taking on Kane S, Monday Ryo, and Punch, Tominaga. Uh then uh a tag team match as Hollywood Stalker Ishikawa and Ken Keneshiro Irai take on El Linderman and Yasuke Santa Maria. Then pretty much if you want a title match, it's happening. So surprisingly, this is listed number three on the card, is it, Sandra? Uh yeah, yes it is. Yeah. Your world title match, Open the Dream Gate, is third on the card. It is the first of four title matches. What? (laughs) So, well, knowing that who he's facing, it's not really a big loss. Oh, true, Cyber Kong, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, Open the Twin Gate Uh, title match will be following on next with Masato Yoshino and Shaki... Hoko Boy defending against uh, Big R Chimizu and Masaki Mochizuki. Uh, is that a rematch? Because I think weren't Big R and Masaki Twin Gate champions before? I can't remember. Uh, no, they were the uh, Triangle champions. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of that, the triangle title will be on the line in a freeway as the Jimmies of uh, Jimmy Susumu, Jimmy Kagatora and Genki Horiguchi H.A. Jimmy will be defending against Gamma, Don Fuji and Naruki Doi and Flamita UT and Kotoka. And then the Open the Brave Gate title will be on the line as Akira Tazara defends against Dragon Kid. I think the reason why they might have done some of these in the order that they have done is because of the main event, though. Because Dead or Alive always means it's the mask versus hair versus anything else. Steelcade survival double-risk six-way. A.K.A. the most complicated match in Japanese wrestling ever. Wouldn't you say, Sandra? Uh
4: Yeah, unfortunately it is.
0: <laughs> so, it's T Hawk, Chima, Shingo Takagi, K Z Yamato, and Rio Jimmy Saito. Respectively, for them, sort of their corner men will be, uh, respective, and this is in respective form. Naruki Doi and Masato Yoshino for T Hawk, Flamita for Chima, BB Hulk for Shingo, Akira Tazara for Kaze, Masaki Mochizuki for Yamato, and Dragon Kid for Rio Jimmy Saito. So the final competitor remaining in the cage will lose their hair, and their respective colleague, their cornerman, will also lose their hair or mask if the paired competitor loses. The end goal is to escape by retrieving one of the flags at the top of the cage, but in order to be eligible to get those uh, flags, you have to score a pin forward submission inside the cage to free their delegate from risk. Uh, the person whose pinned or gives up isn't eliminated from the match, but after the competitor frees their delegate, they're allowed to escape the cage as well. Uh, but via losing the six man tag that happened, I think 26, so that was this past Sunday, was it? Yeah. Uh, T Hawk has to score two falls to free both Nurukidoi and Yoshino before he has the right to escape. So, yeah, it's one of the most confusing. <laughs> Uh, it, it's worth watching, because it is a spectacle, but it's also a case of, can I work out what it is? Because <laughs> I'm trying to think, last year, wasn't it, um, who was it that lost last year? Uh, wasn't it Tominaga? Inaga? Oh, uh, I Hent- can't, can't be honest. Hence why he had the punch haircut. I can't remember. It was too long ago, but... Uh, see, I'm just wondering, because it's so early on in the card, whether BB Hulk is actually going to be in trouble there. Possibly. Because they must be giving him enough reason to rest from third match right through to the main event. And Akira Tozawa will still be recovering from his title match. And Dragon kid, and they might be losing their hair or masks um like thirty minutes after having them add them. How long do they normally go on for like fifty minutes or they've got to be pretty long, haven't they yeah. yeah the whole complication of having to pin people and then I'm, I'm trying to, now I'm getting confused do they climb up do they climb up the cage and grab the flag, or do they escape, or neither or both?
4: Uh, I think they, I think it's gotta be both,
0: unfortunately. It's confusing. That's that's why I might have to watch it. If I've got enough energy to be up Well, well no, it's at ten in the morning. So as long as I get my sleep patterns completely screwed up, we should be okay. <laughs> um Right, so yeah, that's happening. Less confusing is New Japan's Wrestling Dontaku, uh, which will be on Sunday at 4 a.m. Eastern. So those of you that stayed up to watch whatever happens with this... Uh, oh, what's his name? Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. If you stay up a few more hours, you might see a good match, depending how average the thing goes with the boxing. Um... So yeah, Wrestling Dontaku from Fukuoka. Uh, on the card, we have a, I guess, a Tomiko mm-hmm. of sorts. As uh, Yuji Nagata, Jushin Fondalaga, Tiger Mask, and Mascara Dorada. Face Manabu Nakanishi, Captain New Japan, Ryosuke Taguchi, and Kashida. Then we'll have tag action as Tetsuya Naito and Tanaka take on Kota Ibushi and Yohei Kamatsu. Is that like ring veterans teaming up with young boys?
4: Uh, I guess in a way you can put Naito and Ibushi a veteran since... uh, Well, maybe Ibushi since he's been wrestling a bit longer, but...
0: Well, Naito and Ibushi have wrestled in other companies.
4: Well, Ibushi, yes. Uh, Naito's almost up there. But I, I, don't think I would qualify him as a but
0: veteran. Komatsu and Tanaka are the young boys, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're the new signings and whatever. So in that sense, uh, then, uh, Tenkoji team up with Tomahaki Homa. Perhaps we'll have Homa Mania again. I don't know. Uh, facing the, again the Bullet Club of Bad Luck, Fale, Tamatonga and Cody Hall. Didn't we have this match three weeks ago? I can't, I'm pretty sure we did, didn't we?
4: Probably, but it's filler, so it's just that, uh, you know, fill time. <laughs>
0: uh, then we'll have the IWGP Junior heavyweight tag title freeway as Rapongi Vice of Beretta and Rocky Romero take on Red Dragon of O'Reilly and Fish and the Young Bucks. That match alone, blimey. That match alone. Uh, Then we'll have the junior heavyweight single title on the line with Kenny Omega defending against Alex Shelley. I don't know what will happen there. I think probably Omega will retain. Because if it does go on Shelley, then again, do we know if Shelley's coming over for the uh, Ring of Honor tour or not?
4: Uh, nothing's been mentioned, so
0: I don't know. I just found it odd because Kashida's going, but not Shelly. Unless, of course, something happens which causes them to announce that he will be coming over as well. We'll have to see. Uh, there'll be a six-person tag. And stress, I said person, because this is the one which has left a few people a little confused including Sandro, from what I remember when we talked about it a few weeks back. Uh, the kingdom of Michael Bennett, Matt Taven, and Maria Canalis take on uh, the Bullet Club of Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, and Amber Gallows. And the silence says it all from Sandro. Let's hope it's, I, I, I'm guessing you're hoping it's more of uh, the the guys tag team wrestling than Maria and Amber. Then again, it would be, uh, it'll be interesting to see how Maria and Amber do get on with each other in terms of in-ring action and how much they give it. Yeah, I'm
4: not expecting much from them. So,
0: And of course, how much the cameraman show their asses. Because huh. that'll happen. Uh, In six-man tag action, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Togi Makabe, and Ketsuyoichibata take on Kazushi Sakuraba, Toriyano, and Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, Then in tag action, AJ Styles teams up with Yajiro to take on Yoshihashi and Kazuchika Okada. Which means, you know, the hoes will be out in your second-to-last match, won't they? Because Yajiro, I'm guessing because he's moved further up the card, Yajiro will probably bring out two, not just one. Yeah. He'll be pimping it easy. Yeah, he
3: might. Yeah.
0: And in the main event, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defends the RWGP intercontinental title against Hiroki Gota. I don't... Uh, title change there, possibly? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? we didn't give opinions on the title change for the IWGP junior tag belts, uh, mainly because who cares? It's Rapongi vice, to young bucks and red dragon. <laughs> Technically every one of them should win, <laughs> but I don't think the belt can be split into three. So whatever. Um, so next up, uh, dream wrestling's retaliation this Saturday, uh, coming back over to the U S, uh, Happening at the Knights of Columbus Hall in the Soul Illinois. Uh do we have any more matches added to this one? Just mentioning this? Uh you know, since we put these results up or not, Sandro? Uh no, that's what's uh, what's right there. Just the five. So uh confirmed so far as of recording. Uh, a three way dance with critical Chris Castro, speedball Mike Bailey, and the Sicilian psychopath Tommaso Ciampa. If if that's that's an interesting trip. freeway, I'd say. There, in a rematch from the last show, uh, Johnny Gugano takes on Donovan Danhausen. Uh, Zero Gravity defend the Dreamwave Tag Belt against Oi. Four K. Ar Fox defends his alternative title against PJ Black, performer Justin Gabriel, and uh, Brew Baker defends the Dreamwave title against CJP. Yeah, that's that. That's your title match, apparently. Okay, I'm not trying to say it's disappointing, but it just <laughs> it look it looks to be a bit of a weird, a weird move, in my opinion. Then again, was CJ part of Dreamwave originally before he came to the E? Well,
4: he had Russell in the Midwest uh, before, so. I'm assuming, I'm not sure about Dreamwave, but maybe, but at the same time, his first match back and, you know, automatic title shot, which is not really (laughs) new in uh, indie wrestling. I mean, we've seen it everywhere.
0: Yeah. Christian Rose and, uh, oh, who was it at the belt? Uh, AJ. Was it, hang on, was it, it wasn't, was him, was it?
4: No, I remember him having a match when AJ, you know, when he left with TNA.
0: No, but it was, oh yeah, but um, no, it was Brubaker, um, Christian Rose, and...
5: Oh, Matt
0: oh, Yeah. Yeah, Matt Cage. In the triple threat. Mm-hmm. Do any of them get a rematch? No, just give it to CJ Parker.
5: Huh?
0: <laughs> uh, this Friday, uh, the day before... Also in Illinois, uh, AAW will be taking no prisoners at Bourbon Street. Uh, and again, not too many matches announced as of yet. But AAW don't announce... They announce a few, but they don't announce everyone, do they normally? I guess because they're still booking it.
4: <laughs> no, it's just the norm. So, it's normal.
0: Uh, so, the four matches confirmed so far are Allison K taking on Heidi Lovelace, Davey Richards versus Tommaso Champa. Johnny Gagano facing Chris Sabin. And Eddie Kingston defends the AW Heavyweight title in a three way. Well, it's tri- I guess it'll be triple threat rather than a three way. Triple threat match against Josh Alexander and some guy called Samoa Joe. That's a three that's a way. That's a triple threat. Right
4: yeah, you, you missed one match. Uh, Ethan Page. Did added. Yeah, I, I put it down this morning. It should be there. Oh, uh Anyways, it's gonna be Ethan Page taking on uh, the returning C.J. Parker.
0: Oh wow. Okay, that's that's an interest. Uh, that's yeah, that could be interesting as well. Considering how Ethan Page should be in the E, and C.J. just got kicked out the E. Or, oh, sorry, left of his own accord. I, I, I take that back. Anyway, he was in the A, that's what I'm saying. Uh, also, to, set to be a part of the show, uh, Christian Faith, your heritage title holder, uh, the tag champs, OI4K, uh, Candace LeRae, Shane Hollister, Matt Cage, Silas Young, Tyson Dukes, uh, Zero Gravity, Lewis Linden, David Vega, and Tony Kazina. I, I, I demand to know where Scarlett is. Why isn't she listed? Oh, she'll be there. What are you thinking about?
4: Well, she is managing um, Matt Cage and Tyson Duke, so...
0: Yeah, that deserves to be... That deserves to be written there. (laughs) Scarlett is doing the... I don't know. The Bordeaux family. (laughs) She's going to be up there with Bobby Heenan, hopefully. Uh, And finally, uh, this Saturday night... Haverhill, Massachusetts, will be holding uh, Shikara's Spring Breakout, the last... well, I can't... no. Okay, the last show before Anniversario weekend. Obviously, because you got the show now added on the Saturday. Uh, And considering what's happened over some of the last shows, uh, some interesting ones here. Uh, So we've got Dasha Hatfield taking on Volgar, which if you remember... Volgar has some secret that Kevin Condon is uh, trying to unveil, which I've got a feeling might be happening when they go live on iPay-Per-View. Which I'm guessing... I think we need to reach out to Shikara and see whether it is going on iPay-Per-View, the Anniversario show. And what's going on with all that, because that's, that's confusing. Um, the Wrecking Crew will take on the Arcane Horde in... Do we know if that's trios or Atomico's?
4: I have no idea. Uh, Chicago <laughs> seriously needs to be more specific on their website.
0: It's just people. Uh, Amasis takes on Juan Francisco de Coronado. In some sort of match that's clearly uh, Challenge of the Immortals, uh, the Snake Pit faced the Nightmare Warriors. Uh, Ashley Remington... Yes, he's back. Smooth sailing is back. Yes. Uh, he takes on missile assault ant. Which I'm guessing might be used towards, uh, possibly the, the continuing problem with the, uh, extreme force fracturing. I think the, la- the last time we saw them was. Was it a new start or did they have altercations as well on the uh, the marchos, I can't remember either way uh, I think something might happen there with that Uh, Chuck Taylor takes on the proletariat boar of Moldova that could be interesting and then uh, Princess Kimberly teams up with Lost Ice Creams to take on Knockin, Pinky Sanchez and Soldier Ant So, uh, that probably is Challenge of the Immortals. Um, but yeah, that's that's your lot for this week. Um, there is some sort of boxing thing, probably, on Saturday, but you shouldn't take notice of that. Especially if it's over in like two rounds and then everybody goes... I spent $100 on this. And again, have have we got any word, Sandro, that they're toughening up the border between the US and Mexico? Why? Well, in Mexico, all boxing shows have to be broadcast for free. So I'm just wondering if some people are trying to go on a weekend break to Mexico just so they can watch the, <laughs> just so they can watch the boxing for free, rather than have to pay a hundred dollars for it. Ah, uh, wouldn't be surprising. Anyway, um, next week we can't confirm what we're going to be doing in terms of review, possibly evolve. Possibly Shikara. We'll have to see if everything works and everything. Possibly something else that crops up. Uh, because I'm trying to think. Next week as well, in terms of what's coming up, uh, we've got the CZW WSU header, haven't we?
5: Mm-hmm.
0: With Nick Gage's CZW in-ring return. Uh, I think that's the only major show happening next week, isn't it? There. Off the top of my head.
4: There's always stuff happening.
0: Yeah, there's always stuff that we never know about until it happens. So, uh, but certainly that's one of the the key ones. Certainly, uh, and a whole heap of other stuff will probably happen as well. Some crazy thing will happen, and we'll report on it next week. So, uh, that's all from us for this week. Uh, check out all the other shows on the network. You can find all the details at uh, www.snsradionetwork.com uh, with them uh, if you want to get in touch with us uh, Sandro do you want to uh, give us the detail
4: uh, find us on Facebook uh, search for The Whole Indie Show on Twitter at TWIS underscore podcasts uh, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher search for The Whole Indie Show uh, subscribe, rate and leave us feedback and you can find all the archives over at SNSRadioNetwork.com.
0: Indeed. Um, so, Song of the Night this week, to tie into the supposed thing that is happening, uh, Simon and Garfunkel's calls the boxer. It's a nice track. It's rather soothing. To try and get you over your uh, sinking the mayor hangovers by the time we come back next week. So that was Sandro. This has been Ashley, and that was your weekly slice of indie goodness. Have a good week, everybody.
2: I am just a poor boy, though my story is seldom told, I squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles such are promises. All lies and jest till the man hears what he wants to hear And disregards the rest When I left my home and my family I was no more than a boy in the company of Strangers in the quiet of the railway station Let them scare seeking out the poor quarters where the ragged people go looking for the places only they would know la 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 wages, I come looking for a job, but I get no offers, just to come on from the wars on 7th Avenue, I do declare, there were times when I was so lonesome, I took some comfort there, la, 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 la. la, la. Then I'm laying out my winter clothes and wishing I was gone, going home, where the New York City winters are bleeding me, bleeding me. La, <laughs> la,
6: so
3: wrong.